Do we have time for... Do we want to answer questions? I think we got time for one or two. Okay. Um, I feel like this one I could just... This gym one I could go full on forever. Take too long. Um, <clears throat> there's one I got uh, a while back is, what's it like owning a gym? <laughs> I could do a whole podcast on this. Um, I was going to say, save that one. Yeah. I'm, I think I might end up doing a podcast on that one rather than answering the whole thing. Um, I'll tell you now, it's not it's not what people think it's going to be and it's not what it's perceived to be. Um, it's one of those things that I think people think they're going to open a gym and people are going to flock to it and you're going to have this, you know, awesome community or, you know, if you're a membership based gym, I'm just going to have so many members and this and that there's a lot that goes into it and you have to pick kind of what style of gym you want to be. Right. So, you know, if you're going to be a commercial gym um, style, you're going to need uh, a substantial investment into it, and you're going to have to set price points that are different and low because uh, you're trying to attract gen pop, and you're not going to be able to do some of the things that like a, a gym like ours can do. Um, versus the other side of it, like if you want to be – more of a training gym and underground type gym. There's good and bad things that come with that also. So, but, um, it's a lot of work. I'll tell you that there's a lot of ins and outs inside the gym, outside the gym. You got to remember you're dealing with society. Um, society in general is not very intelligent. Uh, they're not very, um, how do I say this? They will never understand what you do unless they own a business themselves. And I'm talking a real like brick and mortar or a real um, company, not just mm -hmm. some little side hustle. Um, they won't understand what you do or how you do it or whatever. So you're going to get attitudes sometimes. You're going to get questioned. You're going to get people that talk shit. You're going to get people that try to fight back on everything that you do. Um, you know, it's been, we've talked about a million times about our, <laughs> the easiest cancellation policy in the world. I mean, God, I've been in gyms for 20 years and I've never known a cancellation policy to be easier. Um, and we have problems with that constantly, Close you know, and it's, it's wild. Cause I'll, I tell some people this in, uh, <clears throat> in signups when they're going through the checklist, I kind of make fun of it. Mm -hmm. And there's some people that are like this. How do people not understand this? I'm like, you'd be surprised because people don't listen and people don't, you know, they think that, uh, they're just going to complain and moan and they're going to get their way. And that's not how gyms work. Well, the rules are rules <clears throat> until it applies to them. Yeah. So what I always say too is, you know, if you, if you own a gym, you are the landlord. And people are renting from you. They're, that is what a gym is, is they are renting your equipment for the day or month mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, they're renting your facility to come in and do whatever. <clears throat> you can't rent an apartment and trash it. You know, you will have to pay for it right. or you will get out. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Um, and that's essentially kind of what it is in a way. Yes, you provide services. So if you're training, you have to have a good product. You have to have a good service. Um, you know, and, and, and you're still, again, taking it back to that landlord thing. You can be a slumlord and just buy all like used, just nasty, shitty equipment, old ass equipment mm-hmm. and charge a cheap rate. You can buy new stuff, um, high quality stuff, more expensive stuff and charge a little bit more of a rate. Um, so it's, it's everything in, in between, you know, like me, I personally, we sacrifice some of the amenities and some of the aesthetic look because we have $800 bars in here. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have expensive equipment. I would rather have expensive equipment that's high quality and variable and for, yeah, for people to use than, you know, have fucking sunshine and rainbows on the wall, you know? <laughs> so <clears throat> um, that's kind of the way it is. But don't think that you're you're ever going to open a gym and it's just going to be easy and people are going to pay you and life's all great. And, uh, people in the end, like there are no communities and anybody who tells you that's full of shit. Like you have your small groups, you know, of, of people that you might become more acquainted with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can promise you, cause I've been in communities that when you leave there, <laughs> they then they don't end up no one even talks to you anymore no one cares like no they promise you like a lot of those gyms and a lot of the places they don't really give a fuck Mm -hmm. so you know you have to be careful of like who you let into your community if you want a community gym and you have to be careful of how you interact with everyone because you gotta remember no matter what, people will always look out for themselves. So, again, something like a cancellation policy or mm-hmm. people trying to swindle discounts out of you and stuff like that. They think because they talk to you on a daily basis or they talk to you once in a while, they can pull discounts or they can, right. you know. And you got to be able to separate business from acquaintances, friends, whatever it might end up being, right? So that's that's kind of a tip because I've watched owners that give away so much to people they know, and it's like you're literally just giving away your profits, you know. I mean, one of the best lessons I learned about it because I am notorious for doing this is boundaries, professional boundaries like that, are a form of self-respect mm-hmm. and a form of customer service. And that yeah. second one was new to me because what they explained and struck home with me was. If I'm overstretching myself, mm-hmm. and in my case, it was always like, you know, creating time that I didn't really have. Yeah. Automatically, my quality of service drops. Yep. Which means that even though I might be seeing more people, I'm not giving them the service. Exactly. That brought those people to come, want to come see me in the first place. So like saying like, no, I'm sorry, I, I don't have time is not, I don't like you enough to create time. It's I respect you enough that when you yeah. come see me. This is what I expect to be able to offer. And don't be afraid. I I told a guy recently um, he wanted a later session in the day. And I told him flat out, I do not do sessions that late anymore. 
Um, maybe when I was a new trainer, a young trainer, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but me at my age, my responsibilities, the stuff I do all day, I, I told him I, I have to charge you a premium to come in that late to train you. Mm-hmm. And he understood and respected that and said, whatever you got to do, you know, he still wants the help, but he understands like, I'm going to charge you more because I'm coming in at a time when right. I don't normally want it. And that's something I've learned over the past couple of years, especially in the past, like two, um, when I started, uh, kind of looking into the way other people were running their businesses and their training and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's people and, and you gotta remember you, you're allowed to do this. A prime training time might be from four to 6 PM. Cause everyone wants trained during that time. Right. Right. You can charge a premium for training people during that time versus like, and this is for coaches that are in the gym all day or whatever. Maybe let's, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. That, you know, 10 a.m. time, 11 a.m. time might be a premium time. That 6 a.m., 7 a.m. time, maybe that's not a time you normally come in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't train people that early. Charge a premium to come in that early, right? Right. Um, it, it just depends how you want to work it. You know, you have your standard rate and then you have your prime hour rate and then you have your off hour you're going to have to pay me a lot to come in during yeah. that time rate. Like I'm moving yeah. that way so, with Saturdays. Like yeah. I, for the past several years, haven't done weekends because yeah. normally through the school year, I travel with the swim team. Yeah. And I don't like to have the back and forth where it's like, oh, now I offer them, now I don't. Now I do, yeah. now I don't. So I just left it out. But I've had people ask about Saturdays to the point where it's like, I want to be able to say to them, like, here's the rule. Mm. If you want me to come in on Saturday, like, it's off time. Like, it's not even premium. It's off time. Like, it is double. Yep. And if th- it is that important to you, I'm willing to do it. But yep. that's what it's going to cost in order for it to be important to me, too. Well, and, and this is the other thing about owning any business is you're never truly off work, per se. There's always going to be something that comes oh, up yeah. or something in the emails or something. Something somewhere, right? So... I'm just not working on someone. When, yeah. Form of work. <laughs> when people don't understand that is like, take the coaching realm. We're answering check-ins and spitting back out programs on Fridays, Saturdays, right? I take, um, I, I've been putting this out there a little bit more, is I take from about 3 or 4 p.m. on a Saturday off. I don't always stick to that. <laughs> and then I try to not, I, Sunday I try to not get up. I try not to answer anything, but I usually do. Mm-hmm. Until I get back from lifting or whatever, 2, 3 p.m. Okay. And I'll small window on Sunday to kind of clean things up so I don't have a lot starting Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So if you check in late, sorry, you might not get answered at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or at least for a couple days, you know. People don't respect that time and understand that, that we're still human beings. We still want to go do whatever we want to do on a Saturday, you know, especially here in the summer when it's, you know, 80 degrees at noon on a Saturday and it's sunny out. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to want to be in here doing massage. You know what I mean? That is your off time. That is your time to go enjoy your life and be a human being. Mm -hmm. Right. So you should charge more for that. And that's kind of what I'm going to is I no longer train people on Saturdays. If I do, 
you're going to you're going to get oh, a yeah. rate for it. I do not sign people up anymore on Saturdays unless it is an absolute like there is no other possible way. Yeah. You know, I will bite the bullet, you know, because I'm nine times out of 10, I'm going to be in here working out anyway. Hmm. But I've had where that's my workout time, you know, hmm. and sometimes people need to understand, like, you know, we have people that drop in, happened to Lindsay, someone dropped in, she was in the middle of getting ready to take her heaviest set of the day and they wanted to sign up and oh yeah, they knew yeah. the thing is they knew that they needed an appointment. They still dropped in anyway. And you can't be a dick at that point. I would have. I would have said, do you have an appointment? I was going to say, yeah. Lindsay is incapable. You're going to need to wait. <laughs> Give me 10, 15 minutes. I have to take this. Yeah. You know, and then I will sign you up or we can schedule an appointment. Right. Because I learned, because that has happened to me so many times before that I come into train, someone walks in to sign up and they don't realize that half hour that I just took to sign you up destroyed my training session mm -hmm. now i have to go back and warm all the way back up or maybe you know what i mean at least for those main movements you can go back and hit accessories sure yeah you know but like those main movements it's not like okay well <laughs> had two more heavy sets left now i just you know you have to go back and completely warm up again you know so um and there would be those people that see that yeah. And understand it. And there would be other people who see that, that and they're it. like, well, he made me wait for 20 minutes before taking me and showing me. I was like, you yep. showed up out of nowhere without an appointment. Mm -hmm. You can't but just walk into a doctor's office the, and say like, oh, they yeah. made me wait in the waiting room for 20 minutes. Yeah. This yeah. goes, this goes back to the society and being a you know, gym owner or whatever. This is the stuff you deal with. Mm -hmm. Society doesn't get that. They view gym owners completely different as they do or trainers or whatever therapist you're completely different than a doctor or a whatever even mm -hmm. though we might make as much as them it doesn't fucking matter you're you know what i mean and that's the problem with society your time and i don't care who you are i treat the doctor the same way i do my fucking plumber mm -hmm. my you know whoever that i a contractor that i ever work they are all the same there, I am paying them for their their time. I will make an appointment if they can see me quick. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, not the VA, fuck them. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Well, I get pissed because of how long they make you wait. But like, if you can see me today, you can emergency come out, whatever. And oh, it's going to cost me more. Hey, okay, man, because my fucking basement's flooding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. everybody that is that has a skill has time allotted for that skill and for who hired them mm -hmm. or is set an appointment with them or whatever, you know? So every single one of them gets the same respect. Right. You know? So I, that whole thing of, you know, if I go to the Cairo and we talked about this before, go to the Cairo, I mean, half hour late, 45 minutes late. Mm -hmm. They, they make you wait past your appointment and stuff. If I did that, I'd be persecuted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you would lose the client. You would lose the client, right? Yeah. And not to say that they don't lose people probably because of that, but, you know, it's like an acceptable thing, you know, and that's where we need to cut all that. It doesn't matter who it is, what it is, their skill, their niche, their whatever. That is what they charge is what they charge. 
their time is valuable. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, can't call your attorney and ask a bunch of questions because you know why? You'll get a fucking bill in the mail. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, remember that? uh, Remember how you took up an hour of my time with phone calls that one week? Well, this is what it costs. This is what it costs you. You know what I mean? That was a consult. Here it is. And that's kind of, you know, how it is. Like when someone pays you each month, you have, they have that retainer with you Mm -hmm. that you're getting so much time each month beyond that. That's where you start charging them more. You start charging for consults, you start charging for the extra time or you, you know, and that's how it has to be. You know, I, I think in this coaching realm, you know, when you break it down with some of these coaches, they're making like three, four bucks an hour. Because of how much oh, time yeah. you're putting in yeah. to, to people and no one understands that, you know. And that's not time to write the programming. It's not time that you're spending with them. It's the constant emails and the messages yeah. or the phone calls or they stop and poke their head in the office and want to talk to you for 10 minutes yeah. and accumulates well, through the month. I, again, back to owning a gym. If you go in your gym, I've clocked this before. Um, I had the one week... It was three people came and talked to me and it cost me 50 minutes of time, three people, Mm -hmm. 50 minutes. And I, you know, I only had a short time that I had open to do cleaning, do some email stuff, you know, all that. Yeah. And it seems kind of like what's an hour, you know, an hour is a lot. An yeah. hour is a lot that you can get done. This past semester, I would have killed for an hour. Yeah. Well, and, and add that up. If that happens every day, you lost multiple hours. You mm-hmm. know, and it, that, and, and sometimes it's going to come with the business. You got to talk a little bit, but people need to understand. Like, if I see, you know, fifty of you in a day, I can't talk to all of you. Right. Like I can't. Like, but there's a trade-off. It's like, what do you yeah. want? Do you want the gym to run? Do you want things yeah. to work the way they yeah. need to? Or do you want me to be able to answer questions? Yeah. It's because it's so, one or the other. Yeah. So when it comes to like, you know, I can go on forever about owning a gym because there's a lot more to it. But I think those are the biggest things as far as like understand what you're getting into. You're going to give up a lot of your life mm-hmm. to own a gym. A lot of it. And you're going to give up um, the ability to, you're going to meet a lot of people, but understand like there's very few of them that you're like you you could try to keep your you know professional boundary but eventually you're going to talk to people yeah and people are going to you got to decide how much you want to let people in Mm -hmm. because understand you might only see those people for a few years and then they're gone you might never see them again right so um you know there's there's different things that you have to sacrifice if you want to be a gym owner that's a good word for it, yeah. So, um, and again, it all just depends because if you got if you got enough money, you know, big commercial gyms, you'll probably rarely see the owner. You might see the owner in there. You might not even know who the owner is. You might not even, yeah, you might, one, not know who the owner is, but also, like, you might see the owner in there. They might chop it up a little bit, but they're paying that dude over there a substantial amount of money to handle all that. That's mm-hmm. the person you don't talk to is a gym manager or one of the other Assistant, yeah, yeah. So uh, commercial gyms are those are substantial buildouts. Yeah, you know. So um, you know, if you go with certain franchises, you're talking forty, fifty thousand dollar franchise fee, uh, half a million dollar at least buildout. 
maybe more. So, um, probably more once you look at all the equipment. De- depends. Depends if you're size of the building and things yeah. like that. Um, cause I know even like, uh, 5,000 square foot, um, you know, snap fitness style that, uh, I worked at before that cost that guy $220,000 to open. That's with everything in it. That's with everything okay. in it. That's the, the, uh, flooring, that's the pretty good equipment, you know, hit the franchise fee wasn't too bad, but yeah, I think he, I think he spent 180,000 on equipment. And okay. then another forty grand on flooring, odd and end stuff. So. Wait, was the building already there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He rented. Oh, okay. Yeah, he rented. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, you want to build out like a big, big commercial gym, you're over a mill mm-hmm. real quick. Um you know, and there's ways to kind of pass that on you know, through memberships and stuff like, you, you know, like the gym down the road, they did a upgrade and they charged every member, uh, I think like $35 fee to do the upgrade. You know, when you have a couple thousand members, adds up to a pretty yeah. large amount to help with that upgrade. Like right? a one-time $35 fee? Yeah. There you go. So there's ways to pass it on. Um, but understand like gym like mine, if we said we were going to do that. There'd be, I'm sure, no, I'm sure they had it where people complain like, well, that's what my gym dues are for. Your gym dues don't really pay much. I hope you all know that. Like it doesn't really like show you the books. Um, your, your, your gym dues, like you guys got to remember like people, you know, like the tax you get on your gym due like that. We don't even get that at all. Uh, and then we pay about 25%, uh, to 30% income tax. So knock. Knock thirty mm-hmm. percent off right your off your gym dues right there, you know, and then take uh, you gotta take um, utilities, overhead, you know, insurances, you know, all that stuff into consideration too, you know, all the supplies you need to keep it running, you know. So it's supplies, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it trust me, it, 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 when people do the math. And they start figuring it all out. They start questioning whether they want to open a gym or not. Oh yeah. So, um, unless you, have, you know, unless you have backers uh, or trust fund babies, then you get whatever. Yeah, it's a cakewalk. Uh, I mean, it won't be entirely easy, but it's a lot easier if you were born with a lot of money to open a business and to hope it. I mean, when someone hands you a blank check. Yeah. And says, go do it. You're right. Like you have the stress of running it. Mm-hmm. You have the stress of figuring out how finally, to set it up. You're not financially obligated. Like, I mean, think like, about the first much. five to seven years of just being able to figure out how do I allocate money aside to pay off loans mm-hmm. or pay off, yep. you know, this money that I've used for this and yeah. hoping like, well, if my memberships don't go up or if yeah. my client base doesn't increase, like how long is it going to take? Like all that stress and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, you're going to, our gym, you know, this gym's not huge by any means. You know, it's got a decent amount. Um, I haven't looked in a while. We got to be probably close to a million dollars it's cost to, uh, in expenses in seven years. So, 
our expenses are over a hundred grand a year. So you got to understand that. So like, like maintenance and equipment and that's your rent and everything. That's your rent, your utilities, maintenance, equipment buys, uh, office supplies. Okay. Your, uh, it, it just odd and end expenses. Now, some of that like is tied into like contract labor that we pay coaches okay. and stuff, but it's not, that doesn't equate to like anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you're, you're not going to get away unless you're in a very small space or a very rural like area where there's no one. Um, you know, you're not going to get away with anything under 30, 35, $40,000 a year in rent alone. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends where you're at. I mean, where you're at, you know, obviously, um, and what kind of deals you can work out and stuff, but just assume 40,000 plus for rent a year. Uh, if you buy a building, so everyone's, Oh, just buy a building, billion building. Okay, go ahead. That's 800,000 to 1.2 million to buy a building. Yeah. Uh, unless you buy an old shit hole for 500 grand. Good luck trying um, to take care of that. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck with all the maintenance. Uh, then you got to remember you got your land taxes and everything else. So there's a lot more that goes into it. You know, it's not realize. like you just buy this over here and open up and everything's dandy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to build it and build it and build it. And then, you know, the, this is where we're getting into a whole other episode. Nice, keep ranting. Right? <laughs> um, but then understand, like one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was uh, to keep your overhead light. You know, yeah. don't overstretch your overhead. Stay as small as you can. Because as long as you can. Uh, yeah, because we could go in. God, if there was another building around here, um, we could we could expand. I mean, we could do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, already got that fucked once, but um, we could do it again. And. We could put all this money into it and everything else, but it's just like now you're setting that bar even higher to you need to make sure that everything's on point even more. Yeah. You know, and do it that way. So you got, you got to understand that the area you're in, the demographic, you know, that's around there, the demographic of you know, you know, your gym, who's your customers, things like that. Uh, Cause expansions usually kill businesses. That, that is one thing that will knock a business down because, you know, it's all well when you're growing, growing, growing. But when growth flatlines, stops, or even goes down, mm-hmm. and now you've expanded. Got ahead of yourself. You, you got ahead of yourself. You're going to have to cover that overhead. Mm-hmm. So th- there's there's just a lot <laughs> to business and a lot to, um, to gyms that you wouldn't think about, you know. Mm-hmm. Until you see it operate, so and I, I was the same way. I I look at gyms completely different now than what I used to, you know. And that was even being you know in the field uh, when I started, you know, being a fitness director. I, I saw some things. Mm-hmm. When I owned a gym, is when I was like, holy shit! Okay, now I see the big picture. Yeah, you know. So. Um, that's why I try not to. I try not to judge small business or companies too much, because um, I, you know, you don't know what that other side's feeling. That you know, that person, not everyone's a trust fund baby or gets hundred thousand dollar checks handed to them. 
some people went 300, 400 grand in debt to open their business, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you might not know what's on the other side of that. So when that person's saying, sorry, like this is the price or, Hey, you're not running specials or whatever. There's a, there's a reason for that. Cause you're trying to get, holy shit, you got to get rid of this debt yeah. that you took on. So, uh, anyway, a lot to it. I'm going to cut it off there. Cause gym owning is long and I got to get worked on. So my body feels halfway better. So, okay. Um, that's it for today. And then we'll try to hopefully be able to spin another one of these out next week. <laughs> <laughs>